Good morning and welcome to the VSA Morning Minor. It's Monday the 5th of December. I'm Ollie O'Donnell. I'm joined by Paul Rankin. Paul, how are you today? I am well, thank you. Well, and it looks like we're going to have some rain here. Uh, yep. Did your family enjoy the football last night? Well, I didn't watch the football myself, uh, so I can't say too much about it. I'm still in mourning that the USA lost this week. <laughs> well, sorry to hear that. Um, Right, let's get into the news. Uh, let's start with uh, full year results from Therissa. Yes, uh, Therissa Mining uh, here with full year results. They're the PGM and uh, and uh, um, uh, Chrome uh, producer in uh, South Africa. Uh, better set of results back uh, here um, on based on a strong period throughout the year of uh, better Chrome and PGM prices. 22% uh, increase in revenue to uh, uh, RAND 10.9 billion, which works out on the exchange rates to $686 million US. EBITDA uh, before tax increased 13% to $237 million. Pre-tax profit up 27% uh, to 220000000 million. Net profit $167 million for an increase of 35.6%. They also uh, talked to that they're still on schedule for the uh, mine build uh, in uh, Zimbabwe, uh, which would mean that uh, in due course here, they would be a uh, company twice the size in output. Um. Yes, and they've guidance-wise, um, PGMs look pretty flat for next year, but uh, Chrome going up from almost 1.6 million tonnes to between 1.75 to 1.85 million tonnes, so that's quite a significant increase. Um, just looking at the share price performance, that's pulled back somewhat since the start of the year probably due to PGM prices um, so recovery there is probably what's needed to recover the share price so I think the the production's probably been priced in yeah so uh, but the very solid performance for uh, South Africa there and Therissa so um uh, the people that haven't been invested in Therissa, and it does pay a dividend as well. Uh, it would, uh, the uh, South African uh, PGM uh, names, uh, or Chroman PGM names, including Jubilee and Sylvania and so forth, all showing good numbers. Yeah, the cost control is very yeah. strong there. Um, obviously, the brand helps, but um, you know, they've highlighted the fact that the diesel cost, which is a big component for open pit mining um is a big factor and that's um that's that's priced in usd you can't get away with that um from the exchange rate side of things yes very good uh, right paul what's uh, what's next oh so uh, should mention here the london quoted tiripati graphite uh, they have managed to raise five million 
pounds of sterling and this money will be used in order to buy up uh, Sunni resources uh, which uh, has uh, and thereby they'll gain control of both the Montepuez and Balama graphite projects uh, which are in fact uh, fully permitted in, in construction so Tirupati scaling up uh, with this deal where they've uh, placed uh, 14.28 uh, million uh, shares priced at uh, two and a half pence each. Uh, excuse me, priced at uh, uh, priced at uh, point th 35 p each. <laughs> excuse me, I should get that right here. And uh, that. Um, the Balama Central and Monte Puez projects uh, will be producing 150,000 tons per annum of flake graphite capacity and Monte Puez first 50,000 uh, ton module is completed and the base camp facility uh, is now in place. It's a big resource as well, so there's plenty of mine life involved with this story, so we wish them good luck. Yeah, okay. Um, there's quite a bit of lithium news out this morning, Paul. There's some assays from Afritin. Zijin's announced that uh, they've started pumping brines into their project they acquired from Near Lithium last year or earlier this year. It was a long time ago. Uh, it, was, it was in January, and I believe it was January of last year. There we go then. Um, and then some news from Sigma as well. Yes, the first off with Afritin, uh, that was uh, drilling results here uh, with upon their uh, tin production pra uh, pegmatite V1, V2, and this includes both the tantalum and the lithium assays uh, here. It's the uh, essentially the best and thickest intervals yet that they've reported from the V1, V2, uh, and we're talking about uh, Tin grades in the 0 0.15, 0 0.16% tin range. Tantalum grades uh, sub uh, 100 ppm, but pretty consistent. But the key point is that they don't yet produce uh, spodumene or petalite from uh, the V1, V2 out there at the uh, US project, but they certainly intend to with these kinds of grades and thicknesses. Uh, uh, showing uh, 90 to 96 meters of uh, uh, lithium mineralization in uh, grades between roughly 0.7 and 1.4% uh, lithium oxide. So um, definitely is a lithium story to be underneath the Afritin as well. Yeah, we're looking good that. And then the uh, Sigma lithium announcement, as I say, it came out uh, on Sunday. And what that was about uh, the key point was a ma major increase in uh, reserves and resources there on its uh, lithium pegmatite project in Brazil. Key point uh, I think for investors to take home uh, is that the reserves are up by 63% and it raises the uh, NPV by 300% on the project to $15 billion. They have secured $100 million of additional debt financing, and the point of that is to bring what had been planned as phase two and phase three production uh, increases in as one development so that they would in, have the intent to be producing uh, 
uh, in phase two, 270,000 tons uh, per annum, and in phase three, up to 768,000 tons per annum in uh, concentrates uh, for the Grotto do, do Cirillo project. And what that makes them is one of the 10 largest uh, spodumene producers in the world at that pace. Very good. All right, Paul, um, I think that's enough from us. We'll uh, live today and be back tomorrow. Yes, we'll see you then.